0: Now playing movie reviews in 20 cues. G'day, good people, and welcome to the podcast, Movie Reviews in 20 Cues. <laughs> that was horrifying. That's my best Chris Hemsworth imitation. That was
1: too high pitched. <laughs>
2: <laughs> too high pitched, Sam. That, that was genuinely. Awesome. Awesome. Do you want to stroke my lightning hammer? <laughs> Wrong movie. Stone the flaming crow, Sheila. Oh, <laughs> my God. Yeah, that's not that. for cut him <laughs> off. My God.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast, movie reviews and 20Qs. Shall we review a movie? Hey, you know what we do? We've got to get through this. We've got a baby who's asleep and we need to get this through this podcast before the baby wakes up. So I'm joined by Stacey. How are you, Stacey? Oh, you're glad to be here. Awesome. Okay. And I'm also joined by Liz. How are you, Liz?
2: Well, um, yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm,
1: I'm excited. I like Am this I allowed movie? to say something? Yeah, of course you can. How are you? How are you doing? I'm excited to be here.
0: Yes, Yay. so as you guys can see by the name of the podcast, uh, we are doing the movie Extraction. Stacey, you picked this film.
1: I did. It's my first pick in... Years, since we started this podcast, probably.
0: I think it's the only pick you've ever done for this podcast.
1: <laughs> yeah. That was an excellent Maybe pick, be, may I say. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> I'll be allowed to pick again in the future. Yeah. <laughs> What's his next film? <laughs> well, that's we what that. I'd like to know. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Extraction 2? Yeah, well. We aren't Hemsworth
0: Reviews that. in 20 years, Zillas. Uh,
2: fine, <laughs> okay. Well, we could do another Hemsworth Brother.
0: Uh, I'm alright. I don't need to do any hints, this brothers. I'm fine.
2: <laughs> well, I do all three, including the fake one from Good Place. You know, uh, Tahani dates the uh, the other Larry brother. Larry, he's a good <laughs> Larry, old Larry. I mean, you know, if I was going to have a, th- I was going to have a threesome with three, uh, well, foursome with three dudes, then
0: yeah, you didn't want to go for brothers, eh? Oh, hey? yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. I haven't done a foursome. I've done a twosome. I've done a onesome. <laughs>
0: I'm doing a onesome right now.
2: Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> Let's move on. Let's move Even on to the you movie. Even
2: though you have Stacey there, you're doing a onesome? <laughs> yep. yep. Okay. She
0: likes to watch. Uh, oh. So what... what... So talking about watching, the movie we watched this week is Extraction. It's a 2020 film, if you can believe it. Came out on the 24th of April on Netflix, directed by Sam Hargrave, had a budget of $65 million. Now, because we're in a bit of a rush, I'm just going to go through the plot very quickly rather than force Liz to do one. So Tyler Rake is a fearless black market mercenary who embarks on the most deadly extraction of his career when he's enlisted to rescue the kidnapped son of an imprisoned international crime lord. So that's pretty much it, really. He rescues the son in Bangladesh and he has to try and get him back to India.
1: Sounds easy, right? Yeah,
0: sounds easy, but it's not! (laughs) It was, yeah, I mean, like, it's a pretty straightforward action film, and, well, we'll get into it in a little bit more detail soon because the scores for this movie are 6.8 out of 10 for IMDb, 68% for Rotten Tomatoes, and 56% for Metacritic. Typically, we give our scores at the start of the podcast, but we're not going to do that. What we're going to do from here on out is we're going to do include it as part of our first question. So we do 10 questions that can be applied to any film. We then go through three personal questions each and then finish on a ever a listener question or one of our Patreon questions. And the one that we always start with is the compliment sandwich. But before we get into the compliment sandwich, we just need to get this out of the way. Girls, how hot is Chris Hemsworth? Oh, my God. So hot. What do you hot? mean? <laughs> I know you guys want to talk about <laughs> it. Let's get it done now.
2: Oh, yeah. I'll be talking about how hot he is in approximately six of these questions. Yeah, so, exactly.
1: I don't think we need to make a special question for this.
0: I feel like we do. I feel like we need to get this out of the way so that you guys can, you know, maybe calm those erections over Chris Hemsworth.
2: Nope, I'll have it the whole movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Also, you know girls don't have erections,
0: right? Yes. No, I don't. <laughs> okay. But you learn something new every day. Let's move on. Uh, the Compliment Sandwich, okay. which is one for good, one from bad, and one from good about this film. Liz, you're a guest. Why do you start? Why don't you give us one for good, one for bad, one for good, and then a score out of 10,000 kidnapped kids. No, we can't do that. Out of 10,000 <laughs> assault rifles.
2: Okay. Uh, so this may surprise all listeners, but my number one thing about this movie that was good was Chris Hemsworth. Um, <laughs> he's really hot. <laughs> Look, him in those sunglasses. There you go. I'll give my score out of his sunglasses because, my God, they're hot. Originally I was sort of thinking that actually his brother might have been better, but um, just because he kind of, the character kind of reminded me of um, of Liam Hemsworth's character in Hunger Games, you know, that kind of dark, moody blur. But actually I felt like he played it really well and I thought it was a good casting and plus he's hot. So anyway, <laughs> uh, the shit in the middle, I would say that for me it was a bit confusing at times, both from the pacing of the film. There were a few bits where I was just sort of, lost a little bit by the action I actually had to revert back 20 seconds or something and just go wait how did that happen what's going on and also there was quite a lot of mumbly conversation and I ended up turning on the subtitles just to make sure that I could hear what they were saying but I thought that the oh, the other good thing that I thought is that I didn't think it was as predictable as uh, predictable as I expected I really felt like there were quite a few good little twists I was trying to predict the ending the whole way through and I had a bunch of
0: wrong guesses so
2: Well done. You lost me with all the laughing, Sam. Oh, I know.
0: I've got something to say about that, but uh, score out of 10,000.
2: 7,913 sunglasses Ooh,
0: holy shit this is probably the highest wow. score you've ever given one of these films
1: no I gave Legally Blonde higher because that's oh, right. way better fair enough Couldn't what about you Stace yeah well my my compliment sandwich is really easy it's Chris Hemsworth oh, isn't it oh god it <laughs> fucking
0: hell
1: <laughs> <laughs> he just needs to turn up for movie the movie reviews in
0: 20Qs not Hemsworth
2: reviews in 20Qs holy Ooh. shit Stacey maybe we should just start a new podcast called Hemsworth yeah. reviews in 20Qs yeah that's I'm a out. great idea thanks Bye.
0: <laughs> <laughs> podcast there has you. been deleted. <laughs> See
1: yous. Okay, well, I'll just take over the mouse, here, control of the mouse here. <laughs> my bad thing was there was just a little bit too much time in the movie where Chris Hemsworth was covered in blood and too many oh clothes and yeah. dirt and sewage. I'm like, you could have just stripped a little bit of that back. He, little, he didn't need longer. to be
2: drooling blood. That was a bit no. gross. I didn't need oh. He wasn't as hot then. No. no took <laughs> Sam, your off. face. <laughs> no. Sam is in a permanent face palm.
1: My final good thing was, you find out that Ovi's okay at the end of the movie. Like, it's a happy ending. He's at the swimming pool. It's like, yay! I could not go through watching this movie and have an ambiguous ending with the child. What's your score? My score is 7,899. Holy See, she liked it more than me, shit. in your face. And I liked yeah. it more than most people.
0: Because yeah. most yeah. people
1: was about 6 out of 10 or 6.8 or whatever.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Uh, My first good thing that one take in the uh, early on in the film where he's trying to do the getaway with his with his kid. Mm, Holy shit! I will say that, like um, having watched nineteen seventeen this year, compared to that, which is like just a one take film, it's pretty obvious in some of the scenes in this film where the like cuts are. Like you can see the actual physical cuts, and you can tell where they've like pieced them together and all that sort of shit. As opposed to nineteen seventeen, but at the same point though, it's such edgier seat thrill ride that like really just elevates it beyond most like sort of standard action films. The bad thing for me, I actually find it really predictable is. I found it very (laughs) predictable. When David Harbour shows up, I was like, oh yeah, here's a here's this friend who's gonna turn on him. You know, like maybe I've watched too many horror films where that exact same thing happens where they show up in the arms of a stranger who looks, you know, kind and generous and then they backstab them. Maybe I've watched too many films like that. But as soon as I saw him I was like, he's gonna turn. I know he's gonna turn. And the other thing too, in terms of predictability, was at no point did I think to myself, this kid's in danger. Like I never, ever thought that this kid is going to get shot or killed or anything like that. I'll talk about a little bit about that later.
1: Uh, In this film, they do kill children. They throw that little kid off the roof, right? Oh, Oh, they shoot a friend
0: in the forehead.
1: Holy shit.
2: Oh, that gave me such a shock.
1: So you do actually think, oh, okay, they're not mucking around. Someone could kill this kid. Well, that's what I took from it.
2: That's a really good point because I was actually – I got such a fright when they just yeah. shot that kid in the head. I was like, did they yeah. have to shoot him in the head? Yeah. And then, yeah, they hurled the other kid. I like, Holy no. shit. But
0: they could have just punched him in the face hey, and just rolled him right. away.
2: Right. Like, well, the kid wasn't going to do anything. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. it was
0: mental.
1: Yeah. Anyway, I suppose I
0: suppose that was in there to show you the difference between Chris Hemsworth who confronts two kids at two different times. You know, he's yeah. got the little kid in the building and then he just, like, tells him to get out of there and then there's another point where he beats up those street kids but he yeah. doesn't like shoot them so i guess that's showing the dichotomy yeah, between, the, divide the, good between and
2: the, bad. the good and bad yeah, yeah exactly
0: final good thing for me is uh, for a lot of the film chris hemsworth has the emotional range of a used car tire he's just like <laughs> tired and born and worn out and there's nothing really there but then we get this one great scene right in the middle where he starts talking about his family and his son and where you can actually see the character shift and change and i thought to myself oh my god this guy can actually act
2: he, do, he totally, can't just like be a Norse god. He can do other the whole, things. Yes. It's <laughs> because Chris Hemsworth is amazing, I think.
0: But even just having that underlying current of the fact that like he, he doesn't think of himself as a hero and he's never thought of himself like that. But, yeah. Well, to
2: be fair, though, he wasn't. Like I was wondering why he was so adamant he wasn't brave. And then when he talked about how he just left his kid dying while he went off to mm. Afghanistan. Yeah. I was quite amazed that that's the storyline they went with because that's quite an amazing storyline. that. A dad would do that. Yeah. I mean, would you? You'd never leave Fern, right?
0: Nah. I yeah, I, didn't, so, I didn't even leave the house anyway before I had Fern. Why the, no, I think <laughs>
2: that's, that's more to do with global circumstances than it is to do with your love for your daughter. But oh, that's God. still very nice. No, then. no, <laughs> I'm, not,
0: I'm not even talking about that. Before I had Fern, I never went anywhere, eh, Stacey? I exactly. just sat around the house watching movies all weekend. That was
2: exactly. <laughs> yeah, so maybe it's not comparable. Nah, yeah. not
0: really. But no, yeah, yeah. No, I get so what then saying. what are
2: you rating it if you oh, found it's a uh, predictable?
0: 7,612. Oh, so
2: actually really so close to us.
0: Yeah, yeah no, but I'm, I'm surprised. And I've got a question about this later
1: okay. that sort of touches All on right. the
0: female experience of action films. All so right. there's a little bit of foreshadowing. But anywho, let's move us over to question number two. What is it there, Liz? You can go.
2: Alrighty, I'll go. Uh, question two. What character should have been replaced with a talking dog?
0: This, by the way, this question completely ruins the entirety of this film. But... Uh, Let's see. Let's see what we've got here, eh? What have you got, to say? I love
1: this question. It's one of my favourites, actually. I, oh, I think we should always ask it because it it's good. I think that actually if we had replaced the old crime lord, drug lord dude, Amir, oh, The, the Bangley Dishy guy. Amir. Yep. Amir. Replaced Ooh, him with a talking yeah. dog. So this talking dog just has ownership of this whole entire city and all the military and police and all the, Kids, gang kids, and everyone. Oh, my God. Would It'd make him like a Scooby ever. villain. Yes, it would be a hilarious, funny movie. It would change the movie for sure. Would it ruin it? I don't know.
0: <laughs> it's funny because... <laughs> would it ruin it? Come on, man. <laughs> Hand on heart. You're telling me a serious action film wouldn't be ruined by a talking dog. But
2: it wouldn't have, have to be a serious action film. Exactly. It could be a comedy film, which is what I was thinking with my choice. I thought we could turn it into a black comedy by making Tyler Rake the talking dog. Just because that <laughs> would <laughs> be hilarious.
1: Yes. Like trying to see the dog operate all the guns and get into all the fight scenes and all like the karate kicks and oh. stuff. Yes. And, dogs <laughs> and it'd be gold. Can, and dogs can run really fast and weave in between things. And People would watch that jump. film. They would.
0: People like dogs, Sam. Yeah. You, you need an absolute beefcake of a dog, so you get the beef oven, <laughs> or the Beethoven dog, basically. Uh, no, I'm, I'm attracted
2: her. to dogs, Sam. <laughs> 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 what? Yeah, true. So it's your genius idea. Yeah.
0: My genius idea is just just completely makes sense, which is right at the start of the film we see him napping on the side of a watering hole with a couple of friends and because we're trying to show this character as like a complete alcoholic and he's lost all grasp on what it is mm. to be a human. So I'm imagining that he's just fucked out of his tits and he just rolls over and looks at his friend who's a talking dog and he's like You really need to lay off the piss there, bro. (laughs) And he's like, "Fuck my dog's fucking talking to me, man! Holy shit!" And he
1: jumps into the water. Yeah. Then he's
0: like, "I need to fucking cool off. This fucking dingo is fucking talking to me, baby." And then just jumps into the water.
1: Yeah,
2: he'd be then, when she called up and said, do you want to take this job? He'd be like, look, I need to. I need to yeah. get yeah. the hell out of Dodge because <laughs> I am going
0: crazy. I've yeah. got a Dalmatian that's talking to me outside a fucking watering hole. I'm losing my shit.
2: we a Dalmatian. I don't see it. I would have think you would have, like, a blue Heeler. Yeah.
0: No, nah, more of a, like, a Schnauzer or, like, you know, like a Bichon Frise <laughs> or
2: like Do you want to be really funny a if chihuahua. it was like a chihuahua? Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like
0: just a sort of like little toy dog who's just like,
2: G'day, mate. <laughs> like, what the
1: fuck? With like a really hearty Australian accent. Yeah, and Like yes. real ochre. yeah.
0: Anywho, that moves us over to question number three. What is it there, Stacey?
1: What deep philosophical debate arose in you during this film?
0: I was watching this and I realised oh, that I... You? Yes, surprisingly.
1: <laughs> Man, Burn!
2: <laughs> yeah. Someone needs to go to the nearest burn center. <laughs>
0: so hot. It burns. <laughs> it burns. But I, I was watching this film and uh, there's a lot of people running around wearing masks and um, like rags over their faces and all that sort of stuff. And I said to Stacey while we were watching and I was like, you know, could you imagine how hot these people are? Like you're in heat in uh, an Asian country and you're wearing, you like got your face like all covered up and all this other stuff. But, um, and Stacey basically said, you know, it's to cover your identity so people don't know who you are. But if you're just hanging out in your like, little terrorist den and the one main guy doesn't have anything on his face, but all the rest of you do, why is that? And so I know the answer to this. I know why they put this in films, but I want to know, do you guys know why they cover up people's faces in movies like this?
1: Well, I know because you've told me
2: before.
0: Shit. Okay, well, do you it's... know, Liz?
2: So that they can reuse the cast to save money? I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is actually that's, that's a good yeah, idea. That is one of the things they use it for. But typically what they do... And this is why a lot of the, the bad guys in like, like in Star Wars and stuff like that typically have their face covered. is so that you don't feel any empathy for these people that are getting no. murdered. They're so
2: they're just generic people. Yeah. Yeah. They're just yeah. generic
0: people. You never see their faces. The only time that you see the face of a, like a main villain is so that you know he's the main villain and you can feel yeah. that hatred and scorn for him.
2: It's funny you brought that up because um, I was actually laughing when they try and smuggle the kid across the bridge and he's just wearing a hat. Oh, and yeah. I'm like, the hell's yes. that gonna do and then the guy's like oh take the hat off because that's gonna make such a difference it's not like he was hiding some really distinct ginger hair or something yeah. he took the hat off oh wow you've got black hair like everyone else yeah. in shot apart from chris hemsworth so yeah, that just cracks cracked me up see but if you were smarter
0: if you were smarter he would have taken a page out of superman's book and just put a pair of glasses on him because there's yeah, no way you would
2: recognize a superman
0: have you never recognize pair of glasses <laughs> biggest disguise ever
2: When you started talking, I thought you were going to um, go on the same line as me, which is that the very first shot is of the city and the smog over the city is just horrendous. Mm. And it really got me thinking about, you know, how the world is at this current time with COVID-19. There's a lot of instances where cities are actually like getting more bird life back and seeing less smoke levels and stuff because there's less people. And I was just like, it'd be interesting. I kind of wanted to go and look up what Bangladesh looks like at the moment. Right, and see yeah. if it's yeah. a huge difference of smog. Like, yeah, it just got me thinking about climate change and, and the goodness of COVID-19 for that, at least. Well, there you go. Not that it's good, but you know what I mean.
1: How do you think this movie would have gone with social distancing in place?
0: Oh, God.
2: <laughs> what are you What are you? Oh, yeah, I don't know how about? they do fight scenes. I don't <laughs> yeah. know how you do a fight scene. They have to shoot yeah. everyone from a couple metres away or whatever. Exactly. I was yeah, doing I karate know, talks It would here. be
0: hilarious, Hey, A guy takes a swing at another guy with a machete. Who's six feet away, and the guy <laughs> six feet away just bursts into <laughs> a fucking a million pieces of blood and just, Bleh! he got me. Well,
2: maybe if, like, like, he threw the machete, like everything had to yeah. be, like, thrown or, yeah. yeah.
1: Okay, so my debate uh, that arose in me during this movie was if I was in Tyler's shoes and his mate said, hey, look, this kid's worth 10 million bucks, let's take the money and run, get out of this life, and, or, you know, and just leave the kid. It's like, would I, would I do that? Would I go for the money and just leave the kid? And then I thought, hang on a second, this is crazy. I would never be in this situation <laughs> <laughs> at all, ever. That's no, true. Probably I can't not imagine
0: you being there. <laughs> but then it sort of raises the other question too of like, why did Tyler's team not sell the kid for $10 million? So where's they
2: their couldn't their moral have done compass? it without Tyler's help. They couldn't have done it. Oh, no, they absolutely couldn't they, have done it with Tyler's help
0: because they would have had to have snuck yeah. someone in or, you know, mm. like just sold the kid and got Tyler out of there or whatever. That's but that's my argument, yeah. is
1: they are there to rescue Tyler. Like, yeah. even if they don't care about the kid, they're there yeah, to yeah, yeah. their put guy all, out.
0: Put all that aside. Yeah. I'm talking about at the end where Tyler's disappeared, they've got a kid.
2: Oh, okay.
0: They've got him off the would bridge. They,
2: would they still have sold him to Amir? Yeah, no, yeah. Or
0: would they have taken him back? Like
2: No, because Nick wouldn't allow them, because she loved Tyler and that was what he wanted.
0: Yeah, yeah. I suppose. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that was sort of like one of my other debates as well. It was like, if you're in that point, well, we've got no money out of this situation. One of our best men is dead. We've got this kid who's worth $10 million who we're not going to get paid for. Yeah, you know, do we spend I... the fuel to get him back to India and then drop him off? And
1: Yeah, you take him and then see if you can negotiate later. Like, you might be able to squeeze some money out of someone.
0: You won't. <laughs> 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 that dad is never going to pay you.
1: Someone else might, though. Someone else might want <laughs> him as a Indian pawn. the Indian government is going to pay. Thanks yeah, for rescuing <laughs> this crime
0: lord's son. Who's probably going to grow up and be a crime no, lord? No, no,
1: no, I'm thinking like a rival gang or someone from another district. Oh, so you'd sell to, him to someone say, else? To, to use Bad. him as a pawn.
0: <laughs> Great, well, it, it, Not me personally. <laughs> so you would sell him to someone bad.
1: We've just got the really out. bad guy, you just the middling bad guy. No, 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 no. I'm saying Not the guy they... that
2: would cut off each <laughs> finger as <at, at> the guy that would
0: shoot him in kid, the face. Kid off the rooftop thrower. <laughs> hey, not hey, that
1: hey, one. He doesn't have $10 million, guys. Come on. <laughs> Mate, See, def- this definitely is... a guy
0: that cuts fingernails and throws kids off um no, off seesaws. That's all. Not off rooftops and not cutting off fingers. Anyway. Anyway, that moves us over to question number four, which is the first of our Patreon questions. This question comes courtesy of the amazing Dave Baker. Dave has his own Patreon at patreon.com forward slash your favorite. On it, he posts a ton of awesome, awesome content, ranging from pro samples to curated YouTube recommendations, because hashtag beat the algorithm, YouTube video essays, and written essays on Medium. What would Dave like to know? He'd like to know which two characters would you guys want with you at your house party? And I'm just going to answer first. None of them. Absolutely no character in this film would I want with wow. me at a house party. Really? Oh, maybe David oh. Harbour. He knows how to get on the whiskies, and he's a bit of a grumpy old sad like me. So,
2: <laughs> yeah, that was my yes. my pick was actually Tyler and Gaspar because I was like, they're going to bring good spirits. You know, they're going to bring some quality whiskey or whatever, and they're going to have some good stories. Man, you get them chatting about the old days, yes. and they'll be telling you all sorts of like cool an- anecdotes. You just have to make sure you invite them prior to where Gaspar tries to sell out the kid for $10 million because after that it would be a bit orcs and maybe people would die.
0: Yeah, you need the you need the fun Gaspar, don't you?
2: Not you don't...
1: the actual yeah. house party they had in the movie where they oh, were in the, the, the house, house together. Where ends up <laughs> not
0: so much, no. Getting shot not by an that, Indian yeah, kid, you yeah, know, exactly. you don't want that. Not mass-
1: that party. But Less party, more massacre. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I also, I'm going for a party you have to have before the start of this movie is because I'm inviting old Sniper G
0: Oh, gee, he's the man. G,
1: hipster sniper, G, and Tyler. Oh yeah. Because you have to. We've have all got to have Tyler. With. Yeah. Because
2: yeah. I'm just going to get him drunk and trying to have my wicked way with him. Clearly.
0: Okay, for that yeah. reason, I'm going to have him there as well.
2: Oh, I think <laughs> so. Oh. well, for Plus. you, you could have Nick because she was really hot, oh, and in that last scene. Yeah, yeah, she was.
0: She was gorgeous. Like when they
2: show her, and you're just like, "Oh damn, she's there!" I was yeah. like, "Oh damn, she's there," but I was also like, "Oh damn, she's hot."
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: All right, that <laughs> sure. takes us to question number five. Yes, let's
0: move along. Question number five. All right.
1: Okay, question five. How would you have incorporated Nicolas Cage into this film, Liz? You're
2: gonna like my answer because I would choose the helicopter pilot when they're coming in um, into the fight, <laughs> the one that gets Get shot, shot, shot in the head. Yeah. But I'd I'd have him freaking out just slightly before and going, "Man, this is a terrible situation, man. What are we got ourselves into? What the fuck?" And then like getting shot in the face. But you, I thought you'd has- like that.
1: His experience from Con Air, he would actually survive that. He probably.
0: It's true. He does survive,
1: <laughs> but air, he doesn't survive getting disasters. shot in the
0: head. <laughs> no, like, no, 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 no. That's a oh, bit he much. might be able to walk that off. <laughs> <laughs> that is Nicolas Cage. We're not completely sure if he actually is human. <laughs> Easy answer for me. I would have had him as Gasper. I don't really think David Harbour brought too much to that role, and I would have loved seeing Nicolas Cage get shot in the back a couple of times by an Indian kid.
1: You're trying to tell <laughs> me you wouldn't want to see that, Stacey? Yeah, um, I w- that, would be g- that would be good.
0: I would have dinners cooked for me for a week if you saw that, because <laughs> you would be so happy.
1: Well, I think you guys are going to be surprised to find out that uh, my Nick Cage doesn't get killed. So I'm casting Nick Cage as Ovi's dad. So he's in jail. What? What? What do you mean what? Wait, what do you mean what? What do you mean what? An Indian kid's father. <laughs> yes. yes. So he married a, um Indian woman. So he's a So And then Nick Cage's just rotting away there in an Indian jail. I don't understand what the problem is.
0: Well, it just seemed like a weird <laughs> you, you Mostly came in. Mostly because he didn't die. You came in. With a pretty hard lead that made me think, huh? So, I'm glad you explained yourself. Thank you, and welcome back to the podcast. We've missed you. (laughs) Okay, question number six. Also, a Patreon question. This question comes courtesy of the amazing woman, that is Emily Higgins. Emily hosted last week's episode, and she did a fantastic job with these two women. Oh, my God. It was fantastic. Fantastic!
2: I think it was my favourite episode ever. Oh. Wow. sorry, Sam.
0: <laughs> no problems, mate. If I gave a shit sorry. about what you thought about me, I'd probably be offended by that. But uh, uh, yeah. right. <laughs> but talking about Emily, she actually. Hi, Emily. Yeah, hi, Emily. But talking about Emily, uh, I was actually over on her podcast, the tasteless Podcast. I hosted a whole episode by myself, talked to myself for half an hour, all about why Deadpool is an overrated film, why Punisher <gasps> War Zone is way better than Deadpool. It was great. Had a lot of whole lot of feedback. That I'm too enthusiastic about life. I'll take it. So anyway, what's question number six there, Liz?
2: Okay, which side character would make for the best spin-off movie?
0: Chris Hemsworth biceps. I'm waiting for you no, guys to I'd say. No, because I want
2: to see the rest of his yeah, body as can't well. Just have limbs. That's, yeah. That's just God, sick. That's not what we're. I'm
0: just ripping the, the work, out of you guys. I'm sure there's one body part you guys could live with.
2: Oh, someone's a bit salty. <laughs> That's kind of ironic, given what you just said. Never he yeah. will So Sam, what's your real answer, or is that
0: it? Oh, no, no. My real answer is definitely uh, Saju, who's a former Special Forces operator, and he's the henchman of Ovi's dad, who basically has been told by Ovi's dad, you need to rescue my son from the rescuers uh, because I don't have any money, so I've got no money to pay them. If you don't do that, I'm going to kill your family. This guy is a badass, man. He goes toe-to-toe with Chris Emsworth. Kills off heaps of dudes. At one point, he like he shoots his way out of a boat and then he just randomly runs into the bush and knows exactly where the sniper is and then knows exactly where his Chris Hemsworth is. Could be a complete load <laughs> of bullshit. Could be my answer to an upcoming question. I'm going to stop it now. Who have you got, Stace?
1: <laughs> um, well, I'm going with Nick. There aren't many um, characters left at the end of this movie and have a spinoff. And she's awesome. She shoots a mare in the head and then walks out in this amazing dress and... I'm like whoa okay what happens here Did
0: Oh, so what happens to the dress so you want to know where she bought so that dress funny. how she got it dry
1: cleaned
2: well I mean spin-off. you would have to take some serious dry cleaning that's funny Stace because I have pretty much the exact same answer I think she'd make an amazing spin on movie like she's badass she, you see her being an amazing sniper and she's uh, yes. you know in the helicopter and stuff. she's really cool
1: yeah, yeah, she's legit. Like She'd that. probably be
0: my actually They've preferable up, answer. Yeah,
1: they wrapped up a really intriguing character in, like you say, a spin-off movie in one scene, like a very short one. Yeah. We're all going, yeah. ooh, okay, what happened there? How'd that go? Yeah. <laughs>
2: well, we'll talk about that, I guess, yeah. slightly later
1: on. We will. Uh,
0: another Patreon question coming up. Uh, <laughs> this is from Dan Brennick of the Netflix and Swill podcast. Now, Dan threw two questions out. One was if we were the head of Netflix, and this was a Netflix original, When would we have dropped a trailer for this? And because this film is a Netflix original, we can't go over that question. So we're going to go with Dan's (laughs) other question, which is a bit more preposterous, which is where would we have inserted blink 2s All the Small Things into this film?
2: So for me, uh, it was definitely when he is chilling with his best friends at the Kimberley Gorge or whatever in Australia. Like they're just chilling out, lying on the grass, having a chill out, times of beers. And I just thought, yeah, there's someone to be playing music off their phone or through some tinny little speaker. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Blink-182, all the small things, that's sort of a classic song that some Aussie bogans would be listening to. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, mate. Shit, that's yep. a good point.
1: I'm going with something a bit different. I think it will be playing during the scene where we, Tyler extracts Ovi from the, the hostage situation. So he walks into this house and he's swatting these people like flies and just kills about 30 guys Jeez. in one minute. I think yep. that, that needs a good backing track. Na na na, oh, na, yeah, na 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 na. <laughs> yeah, Splats, splats, splats.
0: He's just yeah,
1: nice.
0: I, I would have gone for the scene before it, where he's just sitting in the market, basically before he got picked up, and you know, because that market looks like it hasn't sort of changed in probably twenty-two years, and you know, why not suit a song from twenty-two years ago? Makes sense. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Moves us over to question number eight. What is it there, Liz?
2: All right. What quote from this film would be the worst to hear straight after having sex?
0: There is someone else in those woods. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I wouldn't okay. mind that necessarily, you know. It's not necessarily always bad if someone's watching, is it? I suppose if I didn't know they were there, that's not so good.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what about you, Stace? Okay, this is not about ransom. It is about humiliation. <laughs> what the <laughs> <fuck>? <laughs> That's the worst thing. Can you imagine that? That's
2: pretty it's good. Nightmare. Unless you're into it, I guess, which, mm. no, I'm not, but yeah. Uh, yeah, mine's sort of maybe the same veins. Uh, no one else is going to commit to something this fucked up. that's good the instant i heard that i thought well that's my answer for that question because that was perfect
0: that's great anywho that moves us over to question number nine what is it there Stacey?
2: how long would you survive
1: in this movie's world
2: well stace i think you'd probably uh possibly would agree with me on this one and that as i am a smart and mouthy white western feminist (laughs) i foresee a fairly bad outcome it is as far as i understand it so i don't think i'd work out very well
0: can't imagine you getting too many shootouts
2: well not on purpose but i do tend to get myself into weird (laughs) situations that i don't really mean to so i'm not ruling it out mate i just i'm not And plus if i saw chris hensworth i am going to be following him down the street to see where he goes and stuff so yeah that would happen
0: given that you have rung me at 5 a.m once saying i'm in a car i don't know where i got this machine gun from and there's police after me yeah, no, I, c- I can see that.
2: Yeah, I've still not worked that out. Where did that machine gun come from? <laughs> Weird. One of those life's mysteries, I guess. Exactly. Oh, well. But I am still on the run, by the way. That's why, you know, we don't talk about my name too much. And yeah, it's true. If you can keep it secret, Your that'd be great.
1: location is yeah. always
2: changing. Yeah. Undisclosed. <laughs> that's yeah, that's true. My, my location is always changing.
0: She does have the death right, penalty States? in about 47 different countries. It's pretty impressive.
2: <laughs> okay, what
1: about you, Stace? Well, I've um, taken a different spin on this. In this movie's world... I would be in the control room, like away. I would be away from the action. I would be back ah. somewhere. I'd have headphones on, and I'd give yeah, you would. And I'd be like telling people stuff, like do this, go here. This is what's happening, and you so would be. I'd yeah. survive the whole movie because I'm just w- way, way in the back.
0: Yeah, room. you would because I know I know <laughs> what you're like. When shit goes sideways, people would be like. Oh, where's, where's that ginger head that, you know, <laughs> operates the radar? Well, she was complaining about how she hadn't had her coffee today and that she needed something <laughs> sweet to nibble on. So she's gone down the road to a cafe. Hey.
2: She'll be back with brioche yeah. in a minute. I thought <laughs> yeah. I
1: was actually being quite helpful in this movie. Yeah. But he, there you go, trying to just paint me into a corner. No, someone has to
2: have that job and you'd be a very good <laughs> person doing that job. So there.
0: Yeah. Uh, as someone who is rapidly approaching middle age and has rapidly exceeding what could be considered slightly overweight, I had to, <laughs> had to figure out the character to see myself closest as in this film, and it's David Harbour. So I wouldn't. Yeah, I knew it. <laughs> so I'd last as long as. Uh, until Chris Hemsworth shows up. That's as long as I'd last in this movie. The second Chris Hemsworth shows up, I know I'm going to get shot in the back.
2: Yeah. Yeah, but you wouldn't sell out the kid, would you, Sam? I don't know. Ten million.
0: Oh, I fucking (laughs) would.
2: Well, there you go. So maybe you'd last a little longer than David Harbour.
0: I would have been a little bit more smarter than Gasper. I think. Mm. Yeah, hundred percent. I would have woken up at like eleven o'clock the next day with a massive ass hangover, hearing the entire city getting shot up around me. That would have been. That would have been me. (laughs) And
1: go. Yeah, hundred percent.
0: Yeah, yeah. What did I do last night? Why am I covered in lipstick and wearing yeah. a dress?
2: Yeah. <laughs> Where did the lipstick come from? No, this is not legally blonde. I get
0: weird when I get drunk, okay? So let's, let's move on. Oh,
2: I've been there. That's no, legit call. Cool. I'm yeah, drinking whiskey.
0: Stacey knows this. When oh. I drink whiskey, I take clothes off and put females' yeah. clothes on.
1: So, yeah, there we go.
2: That's what I ordered have done. I like that this is a known regular occurrence, apparently. I
1: did not know that you put female clothes on.
0: Yeah, well, you're usually asleep when I do it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I thought you had no secrets in your marriage, guys. <laughs> Um, I want that to be a
1: secret. Just I can't believe this. I'm saying this. Sh- yes,
0: let's keep some secrets. I can't believe I'm saying the shit on the internet. Okay. We better move on yes, to the next I'm question. I'm clearly yes. joking, Quick, up, internet. Chop, I am chop. clearly joking. Kind of. So moving on to question number 10 makes a triumphant return to the podcast. What unusual top 10 list would you put this movie on?
2: Okay, so hear me out. Australian comedies? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> <laughs> I laughed out loud multiple times during this movie. And I'm not someone who tends to laugh out loud unless something's actually funny. So yeah. And it's Australian, obviously.
1: It he's done Australia funny?
2: with this Australian lead? No, I don't think so. But like the bit where he's just like to the kid, Do you trust me? And the kid's like, Yes. And he's like, oh no, or something. And he's like, Yeah, you shouldn't, and then throws him over to the other roof. And then when he's like, <laughs> Oh yeah, okay, in three seconds we're gonna jump out, the kid's like, What? And he's like, one, two, and then throws him out of the door <laughs> Yeah. On the truck, like some quality bits in that film. And when he throws the other guy throws the kid off the roof. I mean, that wasn't mm. so much funny as horrifying, but still made me laugh a little bit. Yeah. And I don't know. I just I found some really quality jokes in this film. I don't know if it, I was supposed to laugh at them, but maybe I'm a horrible person. But that's what I'm rolling with, guys. Yeah. Love it or yeah. that's shut
1: an off. unusual top ten. That's list.
0: very unusual. <laughs> Agree to disagree. <laughs> Thank but you. Let's move on.
1: <laughs> okay, my top ten list is top ten movies with memorable helicopter shootdowns.
0: Okay, name and all. Oh, (laughs) cool.
1: I can. Oh, okay. Die Hard. Die Hard 4.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Did it get shot down or did it get a
2: car? No, it gets a car into it, but close (laughs) enough. What What? about Black Hawk down? Surely something gets shot down. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Something definitely gets. the helicopter definitely gets shot down. That's the whole premise of the film. This one
1: is from Mission Impossible. (laughs) I don't know know what Mission Impossible it is. The one with the helicopter scene.
0: Oh, the one where New Zealand doubles (laughs) for Pakistan. The most recent one, Fallout. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's okay.
2: phenomenal. What about like True Lies? I feel like the, there's got to be a shot down helicopter in that
0: from what I vaguely remember. Yeah, he, he's got a terrorist attached to a missile and he's on that Harrier yeah. jet Jeez. and he shoots it through the building and um, explodes the helicopter. Um, yeah, Kong? there we go. Kong? Yeah.
1: What okay. coral? Kong. Oh, Kong. <laughs> he's swatting oh, he's swatting yes. choppers and See? planes out of the sky.
0: Yes, with his machine gun, that's right.
1: Plenty. Yeah so you
2: have come up with a really good answer there Stats. here we go we're
0: well done <laughs> <laughs> okay Sam what's your list uh my list is top 10 movies where you think the main character has died uh after he gets shot and then falls into water
2: mm. yeah I got the same vibe that they're gonna bring him back also because I looked it up and there's a there's supposed to be a sequel what about him but at the end what do you what mean you,
0: you see him in the background at the end at the, the kid ball. gets out of the water and there's a guy standing in the background that looks exactly like oh my
1: him God, I just see that oh, well the thing that is liz you don't see him it's a it's a, f- a blurry figure but you're just left oh a you same... get the idea he looks it's, a, g- it's,
0: it's the same outline ah. the kid turns well i still got the
2: vibe anyway and i think that's kind of dumb personally but um i might talk about that later yeah.
0: but anyway okay. like a lot of a lot of horror movies have this weird like one of the main characters dies well you know like the villain basically dies and then falls in the water and everyone's like oh great he's gone and then no he's not he's not dead he's back uh, another one that I thought of when I was thinking of this was another action film which was that Bond movie Skyfall where he's fighting that guy on the train and then that sniper tries to kill the guy he's fighting but he accidentally shoots Bond and then he falls off the train into the water and you think oh he's dead and then sure yeah. enough they find him at some beachside resort sort of thing. So
2: I like that film actually, mm. that was a good
0: film. And that moves us over to our personal questions which are three questions that we have come up with while watching this film. First of which is Stacey. Yay. So Stacey, what are your questions? Yay.
1: So we've already talked about the scene; it was phenomenal. So Nick, um, at the end of the movie, she's in the toilets at this super classy event, wearing this amazing dress, and she just shoots Amir in the head. How does she walk out of that room without something bad happening to her? Because he's surrounded by all his bodyguards and shit, and everyone's got guns. And so, how did she get out of there?
0: You know how that dress was massive and wide? Yes. She's packing <laughs> yes. serious heat under there. She's got oh, yeah. not, And I'm not talking about her Never Regions. I'm talking about like machine guns <laughs> and shit like that. She's like strapped. Smoke bombs, smoke oh, bombs. Her boobs. Yeah. her
2: boobs are probably just like different grenades. Or yeah, something.
0: yeah. <laughs> and we saw how good she was with that RPG, that rocket power grenade mm. launcher, basically. She's got probably got one of those down there. She's just stacked. She like just Strips that dress off and it's like a, it turns into like a rack and then she just takes guns off, like bam, 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 shoots that henchman that I hated. Oh, I hated him. Oh, that, you know, the mulleted guy that threw yes. the kill oh, off the roof. Oh, yes. Not in a, like a decade have I ever seen a character that I've just gone, I fucking hate you. <laughs> yeah, he was a dick. he was oh, such a dick. Piss the the me off. off
1: the edge, didn't yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. See, yeah, I reckon you're right. She probably had, and she probably had like backup, you know, her her team would have been ready to take out the henchmen, ready to go and take in the element of surprise. Yeah. Uh. But I think they could have easily done that because um, they would have underestimated her as a woman. So even if she didn't have a backup team, they would have. Like she would have walked out of the bathroom crying and being like, oh, there's a man in there and he's dead or something. And they would have been like, Oh, my God. And before they could click that it was her, ah. she would have just, like, whipped out a couple of guns and shot them both in the face and then ran off or something.
0: Yeah, or even just use that. Like, she just would have jimmied open the window and then walked out and be like, oh, my God, there's a man that's been shot in there and yeah. I saw someone jumping out the window. Yeah, yeah and then exactly. they would, would have done been something. like, oh, we're so dumb, we're just going to go out and chase after the invisible they just assume man.
2: that the woman wasn't the one killing him, yeah. even though mm. she totally was, and she was badass at it. So, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. that's the theory. Good nice. theories, yeah.
1: guys. I like it. Okay, my next question is... I actually asked this out loud when I was watching the scene. I was like, do you think Chris Hemsworth actually jumped off that big, massive high cliff into the swimming hole at the start?
0: Have you seen people posting in memoriam things about Chris Hemsworth on Facebook? No. Well, there's your answer. (laughs) Because he would have straight up died if he jumped off that.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I was like, no way. He, he was a, he was definitely using some kind of green screen or something. Um, I actually went to Google to find out whether he did or oh, not. Oh, did! And what did it say? couldn't find it. Yeah, I know. I'm such a nerd. I've looked up so much from this movie. I couldn't find it. Oh. But I did read a little snippet that says uh, that they were talking about the different stunts and how it all worked. The bit where he falls down the stairs, they had the stairs all padded up. And you couldn't tell in the film, but it made it a lot easier for the stuntman to fall down, uh, fall down properly without hurting himself. Yeah. But the thing I thought was really interesting was that the director, is it Sam Hargrave? Yep. Was strapped to a car to film uh, one of the fight sequences and it was like driving and he was strapped onto the bonnet of it to film it. And um, that was the bit that Chris Hemsworth was really worried about because it was such a dangerous position for the dr- uh, director to be in. Mm-hmm. I thought that's that was insane, pretty cool. man. That, that is. is insane. Yeah.
1: Putting your body on the line there. Yeah. Okay, my final question is what moment in the movie made you go, okay, well, that's complete bullshit?
2: Okay, so for me, uh, as soon as Amir told his guy to close down the city, I was like, I'm pretty sure Dark is pretty big. So again, I went to Google and um, it is the sixth biggest city in the world. It has 21 million people. (laughs) I do not see you being able to shut down a city of that size. That's insane. Like even if you did have the police and like, that's ridiculous. Like obviously it's surrounded by rivers and there Mm. were like loads of bridges. So Mm. that's massive. But actually that then took me to the point of why did they not just hire some snorkels or like steal some snorkels and then just cross the river at a blank point? In the middle of the night. Yes.
0: There's got to be a way easier way to get out of this, eh? Yeah,
2: like doing a shootout on the bridge, whatever. Yeah, so that kind of annoyed me.
0: That kind of encapsulated one of my other things too, which was the fact that they're hanging out in the guy's house, basically watching the fight, and he's hanging out with the head of the army, the colonel or whatever, and he's like, you need to go in there and sort it out. And within seconds that colonel has managed to find the perfect building with the perfect view out over the bridge, (laughs) got his gun. He's able to like nail perfect sniping shots on any of the characters he chooses, unless it's like, you know, adds to the tension. Then you get some leaves in his face. I was like, come on, man.
2: Come on. (laughs) It was just, that was ridiculous. And even just the guy watching it all happening on the binoculars. I was like, I don't. Surely you're not going to be able to see it that well and follow what's going on by just looking through a pair of binoculars.
0: Yeah, I basically had a top three. The other the other ones for that one was the, the kid just perpetually asking um, Chris Hemsworth's character about his family and what happened to his son. When did he die? That part for me was like, it seemed preposterous because I'm like, we need this in there as a bit of exposition to get this character's backstory in and sort of fill him in a bit. And so there's no other reason why to do that. I mean, if you were a small kid, frightened for your goddamn life, like this kid was the entire time, you wouldn't be asking the guy about when his family died and what happened to his son and all that other stuff, would you?
1: I think the question, his line of questioning was quite natural. It's not like he just went in there saying, how did your son die? He was like, do you have a family? He's trying to ascertain whether he can trust this guy. Does this guy have kids? That's what he asked, you know. Like, but this kid is just trying to find out.
0: For me, it felt like he was just pushing it way too far. Like just kept right. pushing I suppose and he was a kid, right?
1: kid like yeah. kids just
0: kid to be a moron like that. <laughs> like the other part that I thought was a little bit bullshit from the kid as well was when they're in that high-speed pursuit. And actually, maybe this changed my mind. Maybe this kid has no real complete understanding of the diabolical situation he's in because when they're having that high-speed you know, one-cut chase, at one point, Tyler looks over him and goes, put your seatbelt on, and he goes, what do you mean? He's like, oh, put your seatbelt on. He's like, I've already got it on. Look at how you drive. I'm like, come on, man. You would not be having this fucking conversation. In the middle of... Oh,
2: I thought you were going to refer to a different bit—the bit where the guys are chasing him, who have guns—and it cuts to the kid, like with his head right
0: out the window, (laughs) Uh, looking at the cars. I was like, "Put your head back in, you
1: dipshit!" Like,
0: let's just say this kid is. I don't know. Maybe he's so lucky. (laughs) Very lucky, but maybe he's had the silver spoon jammed in his mouth from such an early age. But
2: how's he that gormless when he's got a drug trafficker for a dad? Exactly.
0: You'd think he'd be a little (laughs) bit more streetwise or whatever, but yeah, that's it. Anywho, that takes me over to my questions. The first question of this is uh, yeah, I want to know from you guys what you guys think the most dangerous napping is, whether it's more dangerous to nap your. (laughs) Oh, now I get it. What's more dangerous, shooting your way out of a room full of kid nappers or having a nap in the Australian outback? That is very tenuous, but they both have napping That's in That's tenuous as fuck. Uh,
2: well, having lived in Australia for 18 months now, um, I am actually going with the Australian outback because, holy crap, everything in that country is trying to kill you. Like, yes. everything. It's ridiculous. Like, my God, it's a terrifying country. And he had the training to survive the shooting and stuff.
0: It's the correct answer. There we go. You agree?
1: Yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> but You don't have can to I just say in this in this movie, I don't think maybe he was napping like through relaxation. He was probably passed out from drinking. Oh yeah,
0: he was. Yeah, it was probably blackout. <laughs> so drug. even
1: more dangerous.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so moving on to my next question, now, when I was growing up, me and most of my friends would watch these types of action films, pretty much, you know, the Arnie's and the Stallone's and to the lesser degrees, the John claude Van Damme's and the Steven Seagal films, and we used to like watch them and we used to imagine that we could be like that, like we could be Commando, or we could be the Terminator, or we could be Rambo, and I think that some of us still watch these movies like, yeah, I could totally do that, despite not having any sort of physical fitness body shape or even any sort of training and so I was kind of curious for you two as females obviously uh, what is it like for the females like how do you guys view this like what is the female gaze of this film
1: you mean lesbians <laughs> 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 like
0: you gaze, gaze, yeah. <laughs> gaze, gaze, gaze. Welcome back to the podcast, Stacey. Yeah,
1: yeah all right. Okay, awesome. I just thought you didn't so, know your words in that question. That's amazing. What was
2: so the, the female question? perspective? One might
0: say, Oh, yes, thank you, thank you, Liz.
1: Okay,
2: so for me, um, yeah, no, it is not the same. Sometimes I lose track of them or get a bit bored and I'm just kinda like, oh, that guy's kicking that guy in the face, whatever. Like I just i sort of it's all just turns into a bit of a blur. Sometimes I think how ridiculous it is and just think, oh for God's sake, that would never like he could never do that. Like he'd never managed to shoot thirty people while he get doesn't even get a scratch. And I did think that in this film. But I never do I think, ooh. I wonder if I could go in there and take a gun and shoot all those people because I couldn't and that would be mental.
0: Interesting. So I suppose the way I'll frame it is like, what about in films like Kill Bill or Aliens where the lead is a female?
2: Yeah, yeah, sure.
0: Do you you ever look at them and go, yeah, I could probably do that?
2: No. Um, What what about in like... um, Yeah, I'm thinking like Wonder Woman or like um, in Thor you've got Valkyrie and stuff and they're just fighting and kicking ass. I'm just not that person. Like I just am never going to be someone who's going to be Karate chopping people in the face. My sister, maybe. I have no <laughs> doubt that she could probably kill some people, but no, it's not my scene. Okay, I okay, think, okay.
0: Oh. Now, wait a minute. What about in yep. films like um, 27 Dresses or The Wedding Planner or, or How to Lose a G- Guy in 10 Days? You guys see yourselves in
1: those films. Are you serious? Um, Do you want to get punched right now? <laughs> 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 maybe he does from that laugh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, You're he's like, on she's. Nice
2: get out my plan what do you think Stace like how's your feeling about well, it well
1: I agree with everything that you've said and I would just add that people just see th- things in movies differently like I know that movies are imaginary made up things so I don't bother putting myself in them if you know if, and mentally if you know what I mean I'm just watching something play out with other people in it yeah I can
2: see what you're saying and, yeah, there's just no way I would ever be in a shootout to recover a kid from a drug trafficker <laughs> in Bangladesh. Yeah. So I just, yeah. it's just not. And I,
0: a thing yeah, I, you I, left that in your 20s, didn't you? Yeah,
2: <laughs> like these days, I'm not going to Bangladesh <laughs> so far. I'm only recovering kids from, like, the Pacific Islands maybe. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And that moves me over to my next question, which <laughs> obviously there was a lot of characters in this film that died. But I want to know from you guys, which character from this film do you guys wish had died, and which one do you wish hadn't died?
2: Um, Okay, so for me, I was thinking that there might have been a twist. Like I was expecting one that Tyler might die saving Saju and that Saju would then take the kid, take the money Mm. that he was telling the woman to get away with and that the whole family would get away with the kid. And I thought that would have been like a really nice ending because that would have got Saju away with his kid because he was obviously a good dude who just wanted to be a good dad and it would mean the kid was out of, the you know out of the whole drug trafficking world and stuff and it sounded like he had some money that they could get away and you know start a new life so i think that would have been quite nice it would have been a way for tyler to redeem himself i wish he hadn't
1: died too but yeah I, he was re- yeah. an
0: amazing redemptive story for such a small character a eh? mm. yeah
1: yeah it was great I But I'm going to answer something different. I wish um, that – I've already talked about him, but G, that he hadn't died, his oh, sniper awesome. mate, because I think he just needed some other on-the-ground support. Like, he was just instantly yeah. on his own way too quickly. I mean, we got the message, yes, they're in danger, but did everyone have to die except for Tyler? Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, G was a good character. I, I felt like his death was a little bit sort of not not fair. I know. Yeah, it was a bit of a shame.
1: And And that had died – is um, old mate who you brought up before the henchman, the Amir. Oh, the guy the of the mullet. Guy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, who, that's my answer for that yeah. too. Yeah. He, yeah, he threw the kids kid off the roof and shot that kid. Mate. I was just like, no, that's unforg- unforgivable. I hate you.
2: He should have had a really bad bad death. <laughs>
0: yeah. It would have been yeah. funny if that scene where uh, Nick kills you know the head bad guy and then he's standing outside because he was like the last yeah. one sort of thing. If she came walking out and he's like, what's happening in there? And then she just booted him off the side, out of a window. And so he got thrown oh, yeah. off the top of a building as well. And, you know.
2: Nice balance. Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, cool. Anywho, that was over to Liz. What's your questions?
2: Um, there was one bit in the movie where Tyler gives Ovi a chocolate bar and he says, oh, look, you're feeling really weak because your blood sugar is so low. And that just really made me think of those Snickers ads where they're like, "Oh, you know, you're you're not your best when you're when you're hungry. Have a Snickers." And I thought, man, they should have had a Snickers here. This would have been the perfect opportunity for product placement. Yeah. And so I was wondering if you had an idea for where you might have put a particular product in the film.
0: I probably would have chucked in some Blue Powerade and maybe some Red Bull for the fact that Tyler and Gasper get on the piss hard, and then they have a massive shootout, and then the next day. Chris Hemsworth fighting his way through a city, you know that would. He, how did he rehydrate? How does he? Keep,
2: where is he getting <laughs> yeah. his energy from? Come on, man. He would have needed serious energy as well. Like, yeah,
0: he definitely would have needed at least a Barocco. Like if we'd seen him the next day and he's just like sculling one back, you know, on the way to wherever they're going and meeting up with Sadhu and getting the hell out of there, you know what I mean? Like we needed to see him rehydrating. I feel like there just wasn't enough uh, pictures of at Chris Hemsworth drinking a lot of water and you know just covering himself in water yes. and getting all steamy. And
1: I agree. Yeah, there you go, knew you'd
0: like that. <laughs>
2: It's funny you said that about the water because I really – did you notice there's such a strong theme of water throughout the whole film? Yes. Mm. It was huge. Like um, I thought – so the kid's at the beach, yeah. you know, when he keeps flashing back to his kid. He jumps into the watering yeah. hole. They give each other water. But, you know, Tyler gives the kid water mm. when he first rescues him and then the, the kid brings him water. Then the river, like, and he falls into the river and, like, mm. dies there mm. with quote marks because he doesn't. And the kid's proverb, like, uh, about you – you drown not because you fall into the water, but because you stay submerged in it. And I just, so much about the film, they had like this whole symbolism of water. And I
0: just thought that was really cool. Speaking of that, there was an absolute bollocksy part at the end there, too, where the kid jo- dives into the water and then does the whole sitting on the bottom oh, yeah. thing like Chris Emsworth did at the start. I was like, how do you know that?
1: How do you, who yeah. did he tell you that? He did, because he's there in the background. <laughs> but he wouldn't have told him about that. Oh, well, who I knows? Know. But, um, hey, hey, by the yeah, way, exactly. here, here's something ends... I really
0: love doing. I really love diving into hey, pools. Shut up, Sam. <laughs>
1: can I just answer? Right, so so, actually as you were talking about it, I thought another product that they desperately needed was some shower gel after they'd been in the sewer. And they got to that oh, safe haven. Oh, yeah. like, oh, you guys smell. It's like, they need to have a really good shower. I don't know what brand, whatever, but some shower gel that they could just have. Chris Hemsworth, another water theme. Have him in the shower with some oh, shower gel.
2: yes. <laughs> so that would have brought in up. a few more uh, viewers, actually.
0: I'm just imagining the scene of just Chris Hemsworth in the shower. And then he comes so out. Am I. And gaspers. So am I. Okay, anyway. You
2: know, just him smearing it all yeah. over his body. Oh,
0: God. Why do I bring it up? <laughs> next sir, question. Next question. Hey,
2: Christian. <laughs> right, what were we doing? Uh, Hemsworth and Shower. Yeah, I'll do Hemsworth and yeah. the Shower for sure. All right, so moving off to another with topic. Um, so like I said before, Tyler kills a lot of people in some quite brutal ways. For me... There was a particular one with a rake that oh. I found. Oh. I, it was a little bit much, and I had to look away from the screen. That was pretty intense. What was your guys' favourite, or what did you think was the best kill? Well, you just answered that, Stacey's in the movie. Yeah,
1: That was my answer, <laughs> and I was the same as you. I actually had to look away from the screen screen because you could see it coming it was mm-hmm. like you could see him grabbing the yeah. head and it was they built then, it up. And i was just like no 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 not the rake and i was like oh damn what and then oh, i said to Sam, why was... did he do that
2: <laughs> <laughs> so unnecessary that was horrifying Whereas i was kneeling oh. in front of the tv going yes
0: rake him <laughs> <laughs> oh, my yeah. one was the one well i like i i hate being in the kitchen so i love the fact that at one point he there's a guy sitting in the kitchen and he gets a k- uh, table kicked into his forehead <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that pretty much describes my kitchen experience when I'm making dinner that's exactly what it feels like. It feels like I'm in there having no idea what I'm doing and then I get a table in my head that's basically what it feels like
1: What? You <laughs> know <laughs> how much I hate cooking Yes, I do
2: Um, I wondered, Uh, obviously this is a really good uh, film about kidnapping and um, getting the kid back and I wondered what other kidnapping film you'd pair with this as a double feature
1: Well, I fear that my answer might be slightly controversial. I'm this Ooh. is very intense this movie, right? like it's it's gory and it's busy and fast paced. So I need to pair this mm-hmm. with a film that is a bit more lighter. chill yeah, a bit more chill. So I'm going with Paper Moon. So it's a film whereby a young girl gets picked up by her father who she has no relationship with and he has to take her cross country to some relative's place because her mother has died now, this girl does, has never met this guy before. And she ends up going on a road trip across the world, oh, across the world, <laughs> across the country with him. <laughs> and they are kind of like con artists along the way. Or well, her, her dad is a con artist and she kind of gets in on the act as they're on the. That
2: trip. sounds like quite a good film. It's an, it, I haven't even heard
1: of it's it's it. It is it's, it's a great film. Is it a kidnapping oh, film?
0: Yeah. I, I suppose it is because we don't know that that's actually her dad. Even he doesn't know. She
1: doesn't know. She,
0: they, no one knows.
1: But they he's just, just some.
0: He's just yeah. The family there assumes that he's the dad, don't they?
1: Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> well, something all like around, exactly, it could but, yeah. be a kidnapping, or she's going somewhere not entirely where she knows what's going on. It's
0: a brilliant film. I was in the same vein as you. I thought after the seriousness and kind of I don't know, sort of melancholia of some of the aspects of this film, I want something that's a little bit more upbeat and fun, and you know, but still involves kidnapping. And so I've gone for the ultimate kidnapping. I've gone for Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. <laughs> what? They go back through time and kidnap different historical figures oh and bring God. it back to the present to win, to get an A oh on their presentation. Goodness. That is kidnapping, my friend.
2: Right. Okay, I didn't expect either of those. <laughs> good. See, I was, I was going to go like Man on Fire because oh, I it film. had the sexy sort of thing. Me too. And it has such a negative, like, I mean, it's not negative, but it doesn't have a very good Rotten Tomatoes nah. score, I think. But I think it's brilliant, and I love Denzel Washington.
0: Fair enough. That moves us down to our final question, which is also a Patreon question. Sorry, listeners, no listener question this week. This question comes courtesy of Julio of the Contrarians podcast, an awesome, awesome podcast in which they rage against the Ron Tomatoes machine. So they take a movie that's university beloved, sort of argue why it's rubbish, or they take a film that's unfairly shat on, or well, sometimes fairly shat on, and then sort of argue why it's actually a really good film. And then in the second half of their podcast, they basically do Contrarians Corner, where they give an honest thoughts about it. I just love it. It's a great podcast. And what Julio would like to know is, what's your most controversial opinion about this film?
1: My controversial opinion is that I think there should be a sequel. You hate sequels. Oh, this is so funny.
2: Yes. Because uh, my answer is that there shouldn't be a sequel. <laughs> Perfect.
1: Okay, well, what are your, what's your reasoning there, Liz?
2: I just think he should have died and anything should be a prequel. Like I, I think a prequel would be good. It'd be cool to see him getting into this mercenary life and stuff, that could be quite interesting. But I just think it would have been a more interesting end had he died.
1: Mm.
2: Well, why do you think there should be a sequel? And why is that controversial?
1: Well, it's controversial on two accounts, is I don't like sequels. I don't think there should ever be a sequel, except for this movie. This is the first time I've had this (laughs) opinion.
0: Wow. Listeners, my silence speaks volumes. I I hate the idea of not having sequels. You know how much I love yeah, the MCU. Exactly. So, how
1: yeah, can you come on the so podcast? So many and do are this terrible. Exactly. Everyone. So many yes, sequels yes, are terrible. Yes, so exactly. many direct sequels exactly. are
0: often terrible. Yes, that's okay. correct.
1: So so that's why it's controversial. P- plus, I believe I believe that there's a lot of people out there like you, Liz, who don't think there should be a sequel. So that makes this opinion controversial. Yeah. And the reason I think we need a controversial. Uh, okay. We need a sequel. We need a controversial opinion. (laughs) (laughs) Is um, A, Exhibit A, more Chris Hemsworth. Oh, God. B, there are elements to this story that we want to know more about. Like, how do we know what the story's going to be? It could be about Nick and what happens to her after killing Amir. It could be her and Tyler's relationship evolving. It could be lots of things that we have asked questions about during this podcast. It could
2: be how the hell did he survive and then how did he get the hell out of the city? Exactly.
0: My controversial opinion is that this shouldn't have been a Chris Hemsworth film. After hearing about Chris Hemsworth for this entire podcast, oh, my God, I'm sick of the, <laughs> sick of the bloody name, sick of him. I never want to watch Poor Ragnarok ever again. It's one of my favourite goddamn MCU films. What? I hate all of you. No way. <laughs> no, no, no. But no, Okay, now hear me out. Like, What I, what I would have liked is if that point where him and Saju came to that blows in the street, rather than Chris Hemsworth run over Saju, I, I, yeah. this film would be so memorable, would be so talked about for ages if Chris Hemsworth had died at that point and then Saju Ooh. had it's like this... taken the boy and it had actually been a Saju and the boy movie for the rest of the film, for like an hour and a half. Yeah. If they ah. killed a character, which you thought was the main character, and all the promo art, we've got nothing about the Saju, yeah. and if they just killed him, that would have been amazing.
2: And actually, that would have been quite good because one of my problems with the movie was that it really pulled on the trope of, you know, White hero man saves yeah. brown people, kind of thing, which was kind of annoying. So, that would have been kind of cool if yeah. no white hero man dies on the street and like, the, the Indian guy wins on the street. Like, oh, okay, <laughs> not that trope. So, yeah, I could see that. That's fair.
0: And yeah, that takes us down to the end. Thanks again to these two for joining us. Uh, some upcoming episodes for you guys to be aware of. Well, we basically threw it out there to you guys to pick the film for us for next week. Because yeah, we can do a couple of anniversary episodes. So we basically looked at films that came out in May 10, 15, 20, and 25 years ago, which were Iron Man 2, Revenge of the Surf, Gladiator, and Die Hard with a Vengeance. Put it out there for a vote, and Die Hard with 33% of the vote is going to be the film that me and the We Watch the Thing Boys do. So that should be pretty exciting. If you want to get in contact with us, you can find us on Twitter at Movie Reviews In. You can find us on email at MRI TQS at gmail.com. And you can find us on Facebook at Movie Reviews In 20Qs. Something i really like to plug though is aside from my episode on tasteless, uh which you can go over and just search up tasteless pod, there will also be a link in the show notes. Is uh we also have live stream for the cure coming up. Me and potentially Liz and maybe Machu, depending on how we could do with social distancing, is going to be doing an episode where we are live streamed and we're just gonna ask 20 questions that can apply to any films. Anyone listening can answer them for us and uh yeah, we'll just vote on who gave the best answer and we're gonna donate some money in your name. Anywho, that's thanks for me.
1: Thanks, bye. Bye.
0: We'll be aiming for our most ambitious goal to date as we try to raise $10,000 for the Cancer Research Institute. Please visit
1: www.livestreamforthecure.com for more information on this year's event and how you can be a part of it. Together, we can make a difference.